Lucas and Olivia. You have one unheard message. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. I see you. Welcome back. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. You had drunk die, baby. You know what it is. Buzz, murder, hornets are out. And we inside. We do not hide. But we fried, drunk die. Oh, was My place of comfort. Oh, what's your problem? I want to solve them. Oh, I'd like to rob them. You caught me sobbing. Oh, I'm not robbing. More like Batman. I want to talk to you late at night. Comedians get into the conversation. It's nice and warm. That's all I got. Huh? Podcast right now. Hold on. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Drunk Dial Podcast. I'm your host, Dak Michaels. With me, as always, the most professional podcaster, Bridget Haran. <laughs> the onion of a person, Bridget Haran. Hello, everyone. Hi, Bridget. How are you? Guys, this is one of those fun times where we've actually recorded a whole podcast, and now it's the end of the evening, and so we're kind of tipsy, and uh, and now we're going to record the intro. Nobody cares. Welcome to our show. This is the beginning to them. This is the beginning. Drunk Dial, welcome. We're starting drunk. On Also, mo- most importantly, on, on, uh, on the phone, Jessica from Tinder. Jessica, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Jessica. I of had course. I had so many other avenues that I wanted to go down, but unfortunately, I just found out that Bridget has been engaged four no, no, no. four times. I've been proposed to four times. Okay, proposed to four times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that 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 changes the story. That changes the so story. Was, How many times did you accept? I was engaged once. Okay. Um, okay. One time it was, oh my God, and I should have said yes. It was my ex who we'd been friends for 10 years. We talked on the phone every other day. Um, he, his mother is American. His father is Swedish. So he went to college in Sweden okay. and he got a really great engineering <laughs> job for Ikea. So we traveled around fixing equipment for Ikea. And so we finally, that sounds like a total cat. Yeah. Well, we finally got together. And so we were together for like a month and a half. And so to me, it was like, oh, we've been dating a month and a half. It's going well. For him, it was like, I've been in love with you for 10 years. It's going great. I should propose. Oh, Oh, no. So so it's like any good like that happened. Um, One was it was like we dated for a year and a half and it was like things were going well. But I think he was like, things are going great. Like things are going excellent. But like we didn't really we were like young and like drinking a lot. So it wasn't like we didn't really know each other. And so to me, it was like, this is a great like. We're going out every other night. Like we're getting really drunk. Like this is amazing. And he was like, "I want to spend my life with you." And I was like, "Oh, that's terrible." Yikes! And then my best friend uh, has proposed a couple times, but this most recent time was this last summer, and uh, 
he had a ring this time, which was new. Normally it was like, I want to spend my life with you. And wait, I was like, wait, no, no, wait, wait, like, wait, we're wait, friends. wait, wait, wait. Your best friend, yeah, wait, your wait. best friend has proposed to you multiple times. He's normally, well, he's normally, have you ever dated this no, best friend? No, he's normally just like, you know, you know, I'm just a plutonic you know, best friend. Is he you know, still? You know, I'm in love with you, is right? He still like, your best that's friend? not a thing. And so I, every time I've been very clear about my intentions, my understanding. So mm-hmm. this last time he was like, listen, like, I can't continue to push my feelings aside. Like I can, I put every woman I date up to you and it's like, it's Ooh, not, it's never happening. Yikes. And, uh, so that was, that was the fourth. <laughs> Dang. So, well, yeah, my question is, are you, if you feel your best friend? No, we haven't, we haven't spoken. Uh, we, we talked a couple of months ago. That's so sad. But it was like, mm. we've been friends for a long, I mean, we've been friends for over 10 years and it was like, it's sad for me. Cause it was like, to him, it's like obviously he always felt more, but it's like to me, it's like he was my best friend the whole world. Like he got engaged before and like got got married and it didn't work out, but it was like I was his best man. Like I threw this like really amazing bachelor party, I felt like for someone who's never You were his best man. Is Dang. this is this the plot of my best friend's wedding? Is that like it's kind of is honestly? But like I had instead of a dress, I had like a really badass like lady tux. I felt very cool. Oh. You are the else. you are the best man, <laughs> the better man. <laughs> Every time someone says best man, it reminds me of Steve Buscemi and the Wedding Singer when he's all drunk and he's like, "Best man, better man." <laughs> he's my favorite character in that entire movie. <laughs> oh my but, god! Yeah, but, he was like, so "Yeah, can we my- go back." Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, can we ahead. go back to the first one though? Because you started like you kind of. You opened it with, I should have said yes. What's the tea there? Well, no, What's the so story the there? Do you want to talk about it? The first one was the one that I now, uh, spoiler alert, the reason that we're recording this drunk is uh, because I have a restraining order against the first one because he's kind of a nutcase now. The second one was the one that was like, he, he's wonderful. That's like, he's the best person. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. So, like, I was 24 and it was like, I. Mm-hmm. But is is he, like, he's just a good guy. He's wonderful. Like he has makes a good living, or are you like pining over him? I think it's the kind of thing where it's like yeah. to him, like we were best friends for ten years. This is apparently a trend with me. We were best friends for ten years. Yeah. Even though he like, what were lived, you doing during this ten years that you're just like making everyone fall in love? He lived like a country away, but it's like we you talked just on being Facebook, her damn self. like Facebook Messenger, and it was like we were just like friends. And it was like, but then he came back one time, and he was like, "Hey, every time I'm back home, like you're always with someone. You're not right now, so I just feel like I need to tell you, like I'm in love with you." And so we started dating, but like I knew starting out, like like I loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. And so then, like um, like we only officially yeah. dated for a month. So you had to like, was, like, yeah, you had to catch up. Like yeah. he didn't give you any time to catch up. Yeah, but it was like, oh, I I don't know. like I don't believe in like once. Like, I think I don't believe in like fate or like 
anything like that. Or like, yeah, I think it all works with like effort is Mm -hmm. what makes like things work. Mm -hmm. But I mean, people throw around. Yeah, you got to trick someone into falling in love with you. Yes. (laughs) No, I just I like I like stumble and fall face first into it, and I'm like, if you're a fall down, like you scramble back up, like that's me falling in love. It's like I fall and I'm like ah. When was the last? Yeah. When was when Bridget? When was the last time that you were just head over heels, just like just butterflies in your chest, just like frocking through a field in love? When was the last time that you felt that like? And I don't mean like the giddiness of talking to somebody new. When was the last time they like you were like with somebody for some you were sort in of? It. Extended amount of time, and you were just like, "This person, this person, this is this is it." I don't yeah. know. It was probably him, but it's like he didn't give me time. Probably it. you can't just say probably. Okay, yeah. Like I was in it. I you was, okay. the I was invested. For, no, I'm so curious about this. I, you don't. You I don't know, talk he, anymore. He was he, like he basically after I was like, "Listen, like this is moving too fast for me. Like I don't know what I want right now." And he was like. You he took that as rejection. He was like, you let me know when you figure out what you want. But then he like blocked me on everything. He's like, I have no way to get. And he lives in Sweden. He works for Ikea. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. He had to get over you, girl. He had to get over you. Here's, here's the thing. And I You're don't a know, hot commodity. I don't know if this is like an age thing. But like, I. So like, okay. It's like, I, I had a thing with a, a woman. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we weren't, we were not boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We had a thing for like a few weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. I was enjoying it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, uh, I I don't know what, I don't know what her opinion was. It feels like a sad story the way you're playing it. I know. No, but like. like, I thought we were trying to do a funny intro. Like, 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 like I. (laughs) was like, I was promised humor. Yeah, I thought this was going to be fun. (laughs) No, but like she, like she, she was like a comedy she was like a red flag apparently i'm a fan of mine i don't know mm-hmm. but like um mm-hmm. she uh yeah so we like we we're like we had a thing and then it just like didn't work out and she mm-hmm. was just like yeah like i just you know like she she tapped out of it and i was like okay that's yeah. that's fair like you know like these things happen mm-hmm. but like my thinking was like i don't want to like see you like posting like thirst traps and like mm-hmm. like like to me it was like the like the com- why not like the comfortable like because like I was <laughs> like like part of me was just like well, like I like I like I, I I respect the fact that you don't want to continue doing this but like I don't know if like tomorrow I want to wake up to like a thirst trap you know like so mm-hmm. I just kind of like blocked her on social media just like oh I, damn you just straight up blocked her. <laughs> And I've done this a few times. Did you times. talk about it? Did you I, tell him about I, it? Can I ask you a like, question? Hey, by yeah. the way, can we talk um, about that? Yeah. What, uh, so I am not texting. What is a thirst trap? A thirst? Uh, you don't know what a thirst? For real? Wait, don't judge me. I no, I'm asking for, for real. Like 100% for real. You don't know what, it you is. Don't know what a thirst trap is. No. Okay, that's fine. A I thir- post pictures of food. <laughs> <laughs> and my dog. Yeah, it's, it's like a, somebody that's like in a desert, like looking like for a- an oasis. <laughs> no, a thirst trap is when somebody puts up like an overtly sexual picture, specifically for the purposes mm-hmm. of like attracting someone to oh. usually slide in their DMs. People thirsty. Yeah. 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 Ye
thirsty. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, thirst traps. Yeah. I, I use them hunger, as a marketing tool. What's a hunger trap? I post hunger traps where it's like, this is. No, you do post hunger traps. That's the same thing. That's wholesome. Aw, hunger traps. That's what I'm posting for the world. She is the wholesome. <laughs> I don't know what wow. that means. I don't know either. I didn't like Wait, it. Wait, okay. Though. Hold on. I didn't like it. Hold on. <laughs> so back offensive. to this girl, though. Okay, yeah, this girl. Back to this girl. So you blocked her. Did so, you talk? Did you guys talk about it before you blocked her? So How long sh- were you guys seeing each other? You said a couple of weeks. Yeah, not not very long, but like enough. But like, so here's the, not here, enough. Was it not enough to? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Here, here's the order of events that I found funny was the fact that she was just like she she basically was like, "Hey, I I'm not interested in having sex with you anymore." but I would still like to come see your comedy shows. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and like part hey, of like the, com- the comic part of me was like, got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, cool, cool, cool. Thank you. My, the professional yeah. to me was like, Thank the, you. the man, the, the man part of me was <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 but the professional was like, thank you. I, I appreciate your support. But like, like she, she was also a kind of person that would, um, she would she would put out these thirst traps a lot, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, like I feel like once you're like interested in somebody, you don't really need to put out a thirst trap like every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you got them. Now were they were they like thirst traps, or was it was she just like feeling herself? Oh, well, the feminist in me is coming out. Yeah. Okay, because my thing is like Jessica. Let me. Did let me. she just look attractive, and that's why? Like, were you thirsty, or was it a thirst trap? Honestly, uh, honestly. <laughs> I will let you be the judge and you okay, can tell me. Okay, I am a good judge. This is this is what I bring to the podcast. Um but I also oh, are we pulling it up? Yeah, oh, no, I'm, yeah. So yeah, we're yeah, pulling yeah. it up. Yeah, he's pulling it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm I'm looking it up. But like also like I didn't realize that um blocking someone on social media like it's aggressive. Like I didn't realize that that is like the worst thing that you can do to a person. It's an aggressive move. Like, like usually, it is pretty. Yeah. Like usually, when, when I have a breakup, I just assume like, okay, well, like I feel like we need some distance. I don't want to necessarily like see the you know the things that you know you're doing you know <laughs> dating. Yeah, okay. That's that's fair. if that's what helps you heal. <laughs> that's cool you don't gotta justify that you really don't you don't gotta justify that I like but that also did, it's a very bold like, move yeah, it's just it's yeah like, i i rarely block i've only ever blocked i blocked my brother's girlfriend because i fucking hate her i hope she listens but also like yeah. i've never blocked i mean except for like the crazy ex's family and like him like that's mm-hmm. those are the only people i ever blocked it's I, I blocked know. a dude this week because his baby mama slid into my DMs to tell me what a deadbeat he was, and I was like, "We were just we he he slid into my DMs. I don't know him. Oh, I don't yeah. know him from Adam." That's my favorite. Is yeah. when they're like, "He knows where his home is," and I'm like, "Well, that's funny because he's over here. Like, d- take him back. Ooh, he's, he can't stay here. So, like, I hope he I does. don't want him anyway. Like, that fine. kind of thing. Like, you if you, it. if like if he's yours, trust me, I don't want him. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> No, yeah, that's great. But like, also, I like to like find someone. I don't like to like conquest someone. Correct. I'm not trying to take something right. from someone else. You got that picture? 
All right, Jessica, I send you first, and then I'll send these to Oh, okay, cool. About to peep this bad boy. Hey, 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 but also we're not going to say her name. Obviously. We're going to keep that. Of course, of course. I never say names. Keep it all perfect. I just give enough information that if that person is listening, you know who I'm fucking You know who you are. You know who you are. No one else does, but like, you fucking know. Okay. Those are, yeah. Okay. I haven't gotten it yet. Wait, hold on. No spoilers. I haven't gotten it yet. So these were what I consider thirst traps. And, um. Okay. All right. Oh. Oh yeah, these are one hundred. Okay, yeah. all right. Now I see what I you're saying. So, <laughs> like, like, so like the day after breakup, I don't want to see these getting posted because I know this is just an mm-hmm. advertisement to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like so I just yeah. go. Okay. I mean, I'm all about it. You yeah, know, like, but, but you, like it's her feed. But also, exactly. But I don't want to see it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's great when you're interested. <laughs> it's not great when you're like, "Hey, we're not doing this anymore." Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I'll come see your mm-hmm. comedy shows because you're really funny. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, so yeah. like to me, it was just kind of like, kind of just like like gently closing a door. But like, I I realize now that like it is not taken that way it's taken because she, she gently closed the door and then you were like block you slammed that door shut see, you I, locked it you i locked thought that door. i thought i was gently closing the door but just going like i don't want to <laughs> yeah I don't did she blow up on you did you find out about it what happened <laughs> she pulled up on me no uh, <laughs> yeah she like no she, she called me out well so i also have mo- i also run multiple like pages so like i have my page, I have the comedy page, and um, so like I blocked her from my page, and I also blocked her from the comedy page, and then she was just like, oh, "Why no. would you block me from the?" Did com- you block her or did you just unfollow her? No, I just blocked her. Okay, God, is that unfo- you just straight up? Is, is, is like, that is you can, <laughs> you can unfollow her? Is that you, better you than blocking? See, you can't see her stuff, but if you block yeah, her, she can't uh, see your stuff. Yeah. Like you went from zero to a hundred on that. There's a there's a button. It's right there. Unfollow. That's all you gotta do. I think next time, like, next time, that's all you gotta do. But I think if you don't want to see someone else's stuff, I think unfollow is the move. If you don't want them to see your shit, that's a block move. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've learned a lot here. <laughs> you <laughs> you live and you learn. It's an educational podcast that we we're here to help you with your with your dating needs. <laughs> So Jessica, exactly. You're welcome. So Jessica, I did I did have a question for you. Um I okay. it was a question I was gonna ask earlier uh on the on the program. Um I thought because you know we've been talking about because you know I met you on Tinder, um, and mm-hmm. then you, you have been talking to kind of both Bridget and I both. And not I, not in like a dating mm-hmm. way, but like we have all been speaking oh, no. together. Yeah. In a, in a, in We've a, been in communication in an open and free communication way, but she I is our go-to for modern day dating because clearly neither you nor I. No, yeah, the fuck we're so, doing. Yeah, no, we we <laughs> you're the person that we call and 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 ask our questions to. Uh, when we when we botch we botch an opening for a podcast, we we call you to fix it. Um, so I thought I had this idea bouncing around. Bridget doesn't want me to say this. Uh, I was going to ask Bridget what she thought 
about like splitting you as a girlfriend. <laughs> like splitting me as a girlfriend. <laughs> like somebody gets like Monday, Wednesday, somebody gets Tuesday, Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And so, like, before, and then I keep the weekends for myself. Yeah, you do you on the weekends. I mean, see, both of you, okay, went, both of you women went to the. You get the weekends to yourself. That was never part of my original when he, idea. When he, said that, when he said that earlier, I was like, "Oh, we get the weekends to ourselves," and he was like, "Uh, what? Uh, what?" <laughs> I had, I had all of your time <laughs> spoken for, but yes, weekends to yourself. Because like, I'll be sending you a schedule. <laughs> I had lots of schedules. Do you have. Shifts because I have a schedule set on seven shifts. So I my original idea for the beginning of this of this episode was to make this mm-hmm. make this joke and to and, and maybe we would get like five or ten minutes out of it. And then Bridget tells me that she before the podcast, before I even tell her that I have this joke, that she's been uh-huh. messaging with you on Instagram a yeah. lot back not, and forth. Not said was i think i said something creepy to jessica last night and then she said what did you say what did you say that she said that she got drunk last night a little bit and whilst i would mention on the phone with my lawyer whilst talking to her lawyer and then what did you say what did that's the only way you what did you say bridget drunk oh my god she she was so I've been posting a lot of food pictures because that's literally all the fuck I'm doing in fucking quarantine. Yeah, food trapping. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hunger trap. <laughs> if I've ever fucking heard. Of it. <laughs> but uh, she was like, "So are you a a baker or a chef?" And I, because I am creepy, was like, "I swing both ways, winky face." And I just dropped. I, the mic. First of all, I dropped I, the mic and I didn't say anything else. And guess what? Neither did she. <laughs> no. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't know what to say for one thing because I was like, I, I, what was guest. I supposed to say? Girl fame? Like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> so that means dinner and dessert then? Like, what am I supposed to say? Actually, that was pretty smooth. I, I, I felt, said that. Yeah. felt like it was really smooth, but then also the next day I was like, "You drunk asshole!" <laughs> I no, like, I, I thought like it. I thought my, it was. Great. I was talking to my lawyer, and I was full of Spanakopita, and I was watching Pillow Talk with Rock Hudson and Doris Tate, and I was like, "I'm feeling pretty smooth right now." And it was, it was, not, it was not smooth. It was actually probably super creepy. So it was very smooth. It was so smooth you don't even know it. It was so smooth. You're stressing about it. Don't stress about it. So again, I say so that's dinner and dessert. Then I mean, yeah, I can do both. See, See? there it is. Oh! Again. There it is again. See what just no happened control. there? I have no control yeah. over it. <laughs> she's sweet. She's sweet and she's savory. I'm like a I sour, a sour patch kid. <laughs> First, she's sweet. <laughs> it's great. Then she's savory. I don't know. Yeah. Then she won't say yes to your proposal. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh there it is. Hey, Jessica, we're about ready to go, but uh, go ahead and give a plug. I know you have this new music blog going on. I know the internet is set to fire with excitement about it right now. Thank you. Yes, it's the greater good music.com. The greater good music.com. Check it out. I'm doing album reviews, artist reviews, just writing about music. Um, it's still in its infancy, so I only have three posts up right now, but I'm going to be posting three times a week. Just keep your peepers peeled for it. 
you said it's super new, but it's like you posted some very, I think, in-depth reviews so far. So I, I'm excited to see what else. Thank you. You read them? You read them? That's so sweet. Yeah. Thank no, you. I, I love music. And it's like also like I, I, I just like to like see different kinds of music, which I'm sure uh, Jessica also has a really amazing um everybody's been doing like the 30-day music challenges she has her own music challenges that she's come up with and I've been doing that so I'm sure you've noted that I have a very eclectic music taste and so I always love yes I love it listening and learning about new music and you definitely are like very eloquent at talking about it so everyone should go check it out thank you so much all right thanks guys well thanks for having me yeah absolutely thank you as always for educating us on how to date in this modern age Of we, course, honestly, anytime. Let's make it a regular segment. <laughs> we have a great episode coming up. We have two amazing comics we're going to be talking to. Stick around uh, for more drunk dial. That's not a normal ringing sound. That's weird. Okay. It's not like sonar for a second. Hey, what's up? Emil Joaquim, welcome to the Drunk Dial podcast. Hello. Thank you. Hey, we got, I have my actual co-host, uh, Bridget Horan, in studio with us today. Hi. Oh, nice. Hi, Bridget. How are you? I'm good. I, I heard you did an amazing episode. Oh, thank you. Well, it's in the ether now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Disappeared. It's all good. We, uh, we, I, I, I took my old computer outside and I gave it the, uh, the, the office, uh, <laughs> nice with the, with the baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a nice, Classic. yeah. Um, uh, so, so this is, this is just going to be a tribute to the wonderful, uh, did, did you just fall into a waterfall? Okay? Wait, no, no, sorry. A car just drove by me. Was it that loud? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I thought I'm, I, I'm thought I was going to walk. <laughs> No, no. I'll get my bad. Uh, I, I'm doing that just to like spice it up. These are my sound drops, actually. Yeah. That's nice. my version of sound drops. Emil, do you? We were just talking about tattoos before we called you. Do you have any tattoos? I don't have a tattoo yet. I think I might get one. Nice. What do you think? Um, I'm thinking about getting the logo, like part of the logo of the Comedy Attic, which is my home club. So it's just like a little staircase. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, I might yeah. get that. On my, I might get that small on my wrist, but. I don't know. It'd be a big deal. No one in my family has tattoos. They're super against them. Mm-hmm. So it would be, it'll be pretty interesting. I might do it and then just kind of like tell my parents like, Hey, I'm still your son. <laughs> I might tell them that not even wait for them to say it back. I'll just be like, I want you to know I'm still your son. No matter what, yeah, here's no matter this what tattoo you, I got. No matter what you say out of anger yeah. or what you tell the rest of the world, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, you're yeah. not rid of it's, me. Yeah, it's more of a declarative statement. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, here it is. Here's the truth. <laughs> Do you guys have tattoos? And like, when did you get them first? Yeah, my, so I'm, I'm a chef, so I can have tattoos, but my. She's a fully tattooed piece of shit. I, mean, I That's what they call them. The <laughs> all over. Um, but I, that's how you know this, that you're a good chef. Like on like Gordon Ramsay shows and everything. Like those are the ones that are always the best when they have like sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my first one though. My, my parents are elementary school teachers. And, nice. um, and they're tatted up too. They got face tats. <laughs> yeah. But they found my first one. I'm the youngest of all my friends. So they found my first one, uh, as they were dropping me off for college, um, nice. the day of, and I had hit it for months and all my friends wanted to get tattoos and I wanted to go too, but I was 17. And so we picked like the sketchiest place because they weren't going to cry. Uh, yeah. So, and it's behind my ear, but my mom 
sobbed. She was like, it's on your face. She was really upset for well, months. that's more neck. Yeah, yeah it's behind more neck the retail. ear, uh, face. Yeah. I, I, was like, I would I never. It is honestly that's a ballsy location for a first tap. Like knowing that, like they don't know yet, and like you know that you have to hide it. Yeah, that is like that's. Well, wait, what is it? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I was eighteen. It says Trump twenty twenty. And I loved music. Ah, and fuck, so I knew I, it. So I got a trouble in like Simpsons up heart. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that so, might be that might be worse than Trump twenty twenty. Really, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It, it, I'm totally kidding. It'll age better, but it's uh, yeah. it's still not. Yeah. yeah. You should if you ever decide to cover it up. You should legally you have to do a Pete Davidson like heart or whatever, like whatever he did over <laughs> his Ariana Grande one. Oh. That's what you should do. Yeah. I already have one cover up tattoo. I made the mistake of getting. Yeah, a swastika. We all know it was a swastika. <laughs> I, I had to. I would it. argue you've met Bridger before. I, yeah, he's pecked me. Um, right. I yeah. I got an ex girlfriend's name in an infinity sign on my hip. Yes. Yeah. Really drunk. I was really drunk, and she was paying for it. And so I went to uh, this guy's home, and he talked about how he just got out of prison the whole time. So mm. I knew he was good. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. When you learn how to tattoo in prison, you know that's the move. And uh, right. And like a week later, I was like, "This was a mistake. This was bad." And now I have a. It giant, only took a week. Yeah, I have a Man. giant Star Wars ATAT cover up on my head. Wait, what's the cover up? Sorry. It's a big uh, Star Wars Imperial Walker. That's great. These are all like these are all definitely gonna last a long time. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, they're like, test the, the you know pass the the test of time. But that's the way to do it. That's why I'm like, I might as well just get a first one. And I like, I can't admit it really, like openly to my family. But like, they're they're so cool. They're so cool, and they look good. And like, if they're done, like, they can. I don't know. I think all our parents are probably from like a different mm-hmm. time. Someone brought the point up to me once was that like everyone in their time that had tattoos was either like in the military or in jail. Yeah. So they have like a stigma around them from that, and I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's just so not like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think our you know the next generation will probably do stuff where they splice cat DNA into their to their eyes and ears, and we're gonna right. be like, that's weird. That's we're gonna like split our tongue like down the middle so they look like serpent tongues or whatever. Like that's gonna be people do the that. new. Yeah, people are gonna do that. At, like they're gonna go do that. At, like Claire's. That's gonna be like the in lieu of like getting like your first ears pierced. You're gonna get your fucking pupils dyed and your, and your tongue split. I made I made out with the snake tongue girl. Oh, and and how other, was it? And, Did you move the two sides differently. Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. some 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 other things. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> some other things happen uh, with that. Are you in a wind tunnel? What's going on there? I'm trying so much. I'm it's trying good. so much to cover up. Okay, how is it right now? It's good. You're good. I'm walking, out. Like I'm you're walking good. outside because here's the thing. We have a new puppy, and so he's barking like crazy and like uh, just whimpering all the time. So I was like, all right, I'll just go outside. I don't, but little I don't, did I know, it was going to cause more of a fuss. I don't. I don't hear a dog barking. It just sounds like you're like like dragging so, like an anchor behind you or something. Okay, here. I'm going. No, this is. I'm saying this is why I didn't. This is why I went on a walk outside. I figured oh. this would help. Okay, I'm sitting down at the. Just on, on a bench. So hopefully somewhere. this is good. I have. Yeah, literally. I have a. Uh, I. I look. All my friends, my friend group, had tattoos and piercings, and so I was going to be the guy that didn't have any tattoos. 
And then yeah, I, that was like your brand. Oh, I'm dying. That, so cool. Yeah, that was my brand. And then, but then right. I, I had this. Uh, I had a bet with one of my friends that um, if I lost, I would get a tattoo of him on my ass that says <laughs> "My Hero." And I I, what? I lost that bet, but I reneged on it, and I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then, right. Okay. I thought you were gonna say I got it. And then his birthday came around, and I was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and get that tattoo without the my, without the my hero. So I took his, uh, and I was like already 27 when this happened, and uh, I took his. Uh, the only photo I have of him was from his high school uh, yearbook picture. <laughs> And then I I, oh I I went in very similar situation to Bridget. It was a guy who I noticed halfway through the tattoo process had a swastika on his arm, mm-hmm. and he noticed me. Oh, shit. He noticed me looking at it. This was in I think I was in Bloomington at the time, and um, he noticed me looking at it, and he kind of looked at it, and he goes, he goes, "Hey, brother, you got to do what you got to do to get by in prison." He's like, "I got no problem with nobody," and I was like, "All right, man, cool." Whoa. <laughs> I was like, all right. Wait, this is while he's tattooing on your ass? Mm. Well, it was like, <laughs> I think it was like during like the pre-consultation or something, you know? I, yeah. I, it's, you know, a swastika. But it had like a lot of other tattoos around it, you know? Yeah. But, but, but props to the to the Nazi for being the most woke Nazi ever. <laughs> being comfortable with like tattooing a, a, a man's ass. A mixed man, let, let it be known, actually. Yeah, man, that's a Bloomington. That's such a Bloomington Nazi move. <laughs> very, very well. That's Nazi. crazy, though. But wait, the, so you have one tattoo, and it's of your best friend. It's a picture of your friend on your ass. It gets way worse. Uh, it gets way oh worse. Oh my god! So, so yeah. So then, like immediately, he does it, and then he's like, "Hey, like it's also weird because like the table, and you're just like ass out table, but then like." You have your pants kind of down, so your junk is kind of like hanging out the bottom of the table, and there's no sure. like curtains there at, the, at this place. Um, so people would just walk in and just like see your ass up, and then he gets done. He's like, and I kind of told him the whole. There's a whole backstory to it, and he's like, "Oh man," he's like, "I think your friend's really gonna love this. I think I did a good job." And then there was these two cute like tattoo girls that are just hanging out in there. He's like, "Oh, show them." So I'm hopping around, holding up the front of my pants with my, nice. with my ass hanging out. I'm like, uh, here it is. So very quickly, I got used to just dropping trowel and showing people my my ass tattoo. Right. Uh, I, show it, I show it to my friend. He lo- he thinks it's fake of, at, at first. And I'm like, no, this is this is real. This is forever. It's a mistake that I've made. That oh, my forever. God. It's, I, think it, I think it turns 13 this year. Like It's been a while. But like. Uh, the question is, what what was the. What was the bet that you lost? That the, that was the wager, the, and you actually went through with it too. The, the bet was that if he ever had sex with three girls at the same time, holy and, shit! And then he did, and I was like, "Is Whoa. this guy like super smooth?" Um, it's a, it's a very large penis. Okay, that like <laughs> no, but like you knew that, and you still made that bet. That is. Wait, is he a comic? No, three seems three, three seems like an excessive number. I was like, no one sleeps with three girls at once. 
that's yeah, crazy. Well, also three is like it's like almost just too much responsibility. It's like why would you even want that? You know what I mean? Like that's just like I feel like most guys. It's are a lot like, on you. Now. Most guys are like, I'll disappoint one girl. And yeah, like, that's cool. Why would I want yeah, to disappoint three at once? That's how I look at it. Actually, like three ways. Like now that I've gotten older, to me seem more like realistic, and I'm just like, man, it's like that's just more people you might let down you know what i mean like that's just harder actually yeah that's so hard like you don't like you know how sore your forearm would be trying to make both come like two girls i mean i don't know that's crazy Although to be fair, we don't know the quality of the sex it was had we just know that that is true it was had it could have been really it was it was also drug fueled however um i i definitely thought it through and here my thinking was it's on my ass, so like no one's ever gonna see that for the most part, right? Right. Except for people who you're trying to sleep with. Except that I forgot. Or, I forgot or about people that. that you just you're just mooning now. That's like your so, now you have to just do like a a pant down bit. So like yeah, I didn't think of I I thought of the pant down bit, but the thing that I forgot about was kind of like yeah, every time I hook up with somebody for the first time, they're like, "What is that?" And then I have you to. You don't tell them beforehand. That's the kind of thing that, like, I feel like you have to. There are certain things like going to sex. Like, I had a guy one time that was like, "Hey, just heads up, I have three balls." And it was like, those are the kind of things you have to tell people. Hey, by the way, I have another man's face mm. on my ass. The problem is that's I, like kind of cocky though, because it, then it, then it assumes that you guys are going to make it to that next day. I kind of, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, you're absolutely right. But also, I kind of forget that I have a tattoo. <laughs> what, like I never right. see it. Yeah, I have one on my shoulder that I forget. And, and I'm like, like oh, yeah. You're like, you see it like three times a year. Uh, the whole three ball man is very honest, though. <laughs> Good for him. That's that's brutal honesty. The other thing because also, like, also, also that's assuming you're going to like go down by the ball. You're, that'd, that'd be so funny if you were like laughing and you're like, yeah, I wasn't going to go down there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, but, Thanks but okay. Or if you yeah. were just down there and you thought you were hallucinating. Uh, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, also the big, the big problem for me was that, um, I forgot, I was like, yeah, I'll have this. It, it's funny. I'll have this the rest of my life. The thing I didn't take <laughs> into consideration is that, um, I used his sophomore year yearbook picture. <laughs> so I have a tattoo of a 16 year old oh. boy oh, on no. my oh, ass and That's I'm it. just going to continuously get older <laughs> and older. <laughs> But his 16-year-old face will always stay the same age. It's just going to wrinkle. It's just going to kind of wrinkle. So you're just going to have like an old, young 16-year-old like face. Benjamin Button situation. Well, yeah, like, I feel like I should get it touched up, like make his hair start to recede. And like Each give, year, get an updated <laughs> picture of him and take it to the same guy, Nazi guy. Right. And you're like, hey, Swastika, I needed to update Well, also, also now, not to bum everybody out, but he's dead. So I like, like it's almost like we're at an airbrush situation. (laughs) To be like, R.I.P. Wait, your friend? Wait, who's dead? Your friend? Yeah. So now, now, now it's like, is it a memorial? Is it? uh, Yeah, that's absolutely the memorial. But that's also your way out now. If anyone's like, why do you have that? You're just like, it's like actually, I got it for my friend. And they'd be like, that's so beautiful, not knowing that you got it. It was actually. When he got a, a four-way. Yeah, it was always a smutty bet. <laughs> and you never hear about four-ways, actually. That's so impressive. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Never bet against them because they are possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also, that guy, as soon as you said it, he was probably like, challenge accepted. Like, he was like, I always wanted that anyways, <laughs> but like now you've just added fuel to the fire. 
Right. Well, you also gave him a way to probably, you probably helped him get it unknowingly. Because he, pro- he probably convinced the third girl by being like, look, come on, just like hop in. Like my buddy, he told me if I could get a three-way, he'd get a tattoo of me on his ass. Like, wouldn't that be so funny? So she could have done it for the bit, the third one. Well, this is kind of gross, but I feel like since we're already this deep, in, deep into the story, yeah. I'll tell you this, and he's passed away, so I feel like I have carte blanche to say this. He told me <laughs> that this was a a, a drug fueled uh, orgy. They were they were all on. Uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of Xanax bars, and right. uh, they they everyone entered into it consensually, but like everybody was also all like drugged up, and uh, yeah. And they're they're having sex, and it was him and his girlfriend, and two other girls that were friends of his. I would argue that that's more ballsy on the girlfriend's part than anyone else's part. And he 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 he's giving me a play by play, and he's just like it's it's like as hardcore and graphic and disgusting as you could possibly imagine it being. And he was like, right, right. He he was like, everybody's doing something. Everybody is fully. <coughs> Is fully participating very graphically. And he was like right at the kind of like <coughs> apex of the of the whole orgy going on. His girlfriend kind of like comes to like some sort of right. semblance of like <coughs> what's really happening. And she right. grabs one of the she grabs the other two by the neck. And she goes, Oh my god. And she goes. If either of you whores ever try to do this when I'm not around, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Oh, I like her. Wow. <laughs> Which I thought was an interesting way to go in the middle of an orgy. I mean, yeah, that was You're surprising. I don't know why we were Everyone's shocked, though. Fun. Everyone's having of fun. Course also, it, of course it wasn't going to be a classy statement in the middle of the orgy. She wasn't going to be like... She wasn't gonna like lean in and be like, "I'm so glad you guys are SVP. I'm so yeah. glad you guys are having a good time." Like, can I get anyone anything? Okay. You would need a pillow. yeah. Of course, Sh- it was gonna Sh- be Sh- some Sh- crazy like some crazy threat. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's ridiculous. So, Emil, I'm sorry we 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 took a total left turn down Tattoo Smut Street. Yeah. Uh, no, that was great. Now my my tattoo won't have any meaning similar <laughs> to that. So. Fuck, I guess mine's down the drain. No, I think anything that isn't that yeah. is better. Yeah, mine's about an orgy I was, I was not a part of. <laughs> this, this, this 16-year-old boy is in remembrance of an orgy that I didn't take part in. It was not welcome it's a barely not A barely legal tattoo. A barely legal tattoo done by uh, Nazi. That was pretty good, <laughs> just on paper. So I was trying to... Uh, so Bridget is not a comedian. Bridget is a professional chef. I was before COVID. Before COVID. And um, so uh, we're we're calling a lot of people that I know that she doesn't. So I was just like, you know what I should do instead of just calling people cold. Maybe I should show a little bit of uh, these comics stand up to her before. So she has an idea of, you know, at least what you look like, what you sound like. Um, so we went on YouTube. Uh-huh. and I, so, I, so then if I'm going to heckle, I at least do it like responsibly. responsibly like, I at least yeah. know what I'm going into. Right, and the and the first thing we found wasn't your stand up, but it was an entire series of kind of vignettes that you had done at the Comedy Attic called "My First Time." Oh, right, with a bunch yeah, of with a true, bunch yeah. of bunch of headliners. Yeah, I don't have any stand up. I should have. I don't know. I I should probably get better at it, but I'm kind of one of those 
like I don't know I I, I don't know I don't like burning stuff that I like a lot but sure. I, I mean now nothing matters so I'm like I might as well just start <laughs> posting shit um but yeah a lot of the yeah that's the thing most of the videos that I have up, up there are my first time videos which for people that haven't seen it because most of the people are people that haven't seen it um there are like interviews with with headliners at the attic that came through, and it's basically just like a green room interview, and we ask them about like their first time doing stand up, um, and we got to get like some cool people, like Mark Norman. We got Mark Norman. We got fucking like we got like Rory Scove, but we got like a lot of a lot of uh, headliners were actually like really open to do it, and some of them have like bomb stories and stuff. So it's really it was really funny to watch and like really funny to do too. And was that was that like your idea? Was that your show? Yeah, that was my that was like my one of the first things I did at the attic actually. That's awesome. Because I started, yeah, I started just kind of as like an intern, just kind of doing like whatever, kind of like bottom tier <laughs> work, like just random, like redoing the video and like the posters and stuff. And then that's how I got my job working the door, and then doing the mic and everything. So it kind of it kind of actually all started from there. That was like the first thing I remember doing for them. It's like the busboy of the restaurant world. Yes. Yeah, it's honestly like that's my only advice I'll ever give. I feel like if anyone ever asks me about stand-up advice in the future, is I'm just gonna be like, just, just be like the bottom tier. Do be like a busboy level worker for your comedy club for like your local club, mm-hmm. and just put in the hours, and it pays off so much. Like it's crazy how much time you'll get just seeing like good shows and like being around like headliners well, and, even, like, and just like watching people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's like the craziest thing. And then I started like driving headliners to the airport and stuff. And so like you just get to kind of like talk, talk shop with them. And like, I don't know, you kind of network briefly and, you know, it's it's good to kind of get like accustomed to headliners also and like talking with them and like, you know, they're, they're just like people. So you kind of get over like the star phase and you just kind of like, you're like, oh, they're like, a, they're just like a comic. So they just kind of want to like talk like a comic. Like they don't really want to be like, oh my God, you're famous. They yeah. kind of just want to like shoot the shit. It's kind of cool. What was your, you don't have to name names, but what was your most like awkward interaction with, with like a headliner or a big comic? Oh man. Yeah. Do you have any terrible interactions? Oh, I did have, no, no terrible. That's the thing about comics is they're so cool. Like, I mean, 99% probably, I'm sure there's obviously like shit bags, but like, most of the ones I've come in contact with are super cool, super like nice, and like always down to like talk and stuff. But God, I have had some like weird ones. Like someone like ate. Someone asked me when I was driving them if uh, if they could eat in my car, and I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. So they took out like a, a like an insulated lunch bag, and they had just came from like, come from like a four hour flight. They took out like an insulated lunch bag, and inside of it was like a Ziploc bag. And then inside of that was just like a plain loaf of French bread. So they just <laughs> ate a whole, just a loaf of French bread in the, in the passenger seat of my car. I just, it was just the funniest thing because one, they asked me, like, do you mind? And I was like, oh, it might be like something like messy or whatever. And also it was insulated. So I was like, oh, it's something that needs refrigeration. Yeah. But it was just a fucking loaf of bread. It was so funny. It was so good. I need carbs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, they were they were carb loading for the for the show that night. That's crazy. Uh, now I know we 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 kind of touched on this on the episode that got um that got lost. R.I.P. But uh, you were all set up to actually move right to New York City, like a, yeah, around this time. Yeah. 
pre-COVID. Yeah, uh, Pre-COVID world. You had a job set up. And like, also like if, for those of you listening that don't know, like, like Emil is like a star on the rise. Like he's a hilarious comic. Very sweet. I've never heard anybody that has anything except for praise and good things to say about you. But like, thanks, buddy. That it, means a lot. That's it would nice. be well. Hold on, I'm not done. It <laughs> yeah, would, but it, 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 it would be really easy to hate Emil, but he's so fucking likable. He's so likable. He's. Oh. He's funny. Thank you you want to not like him. You're like, fuck this motherfucker. Why is he so funny? Why is he getting opportunities? But then you talk to him and he's so likable in person and you just want to reform. And thanks, uh, buddy. I appreciate it. That wasn't you, even a bad butt. That wasn't <laughs> even like a wait till you hear this shit. Yeah. He was waiting just for like, like a docket. And he's actually like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. more it's compliments. Just, he just throws a manila envelope on the <laughs> counter and it's just pictures of me at orgies saying obscenities or whatever. Like, fucking I brought, cancel I, me. I brought receipts. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're, 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 you're uh, finishing up um, uh, college, about to transition to New York and start this whole wonderful career writing, writing for a TV show and starting your, your comedy career. And then this goddamn virus comes around. The goddamn virus. It humbled us all. What a ride. Yeah, man. I'm back I'm back at my parents' house now. I was literally supposed to be in New York probably like in a couple days. Because I graduated like whatever, like last week. Congratulations. And then, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel thank like you, I didn't, you didn't uh, get a graduation, right? No. But like honestly, thank God. Like I don't want to fucking wake up at six. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm cool. like, I'm like, this is fine. I did like dinner with my family and, mm. and I was like, honestly, this is kind of the best part. I'm, I'm good after this. Well, and then you stay um, for like six hours and watch a bunch of people you don't yeah. know walk across stage. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I always like hated school. So like, I don't know. I don't really care about the ceremony of it, mm-hmm. which like, I know it's terrible because I know it's like a big deal and like people should be happy, but I don't know. I was always counting on the dates that I was done. So to me, I was like, I'm good. I'm fucking, I'm fine. Um, but yeah, man, it's kind of crazy. So now I've just kind of been chilling in Bloomington and then also at my parents' house in Chicago. It's just kind of been like back and forth. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The whole world's just kind of paused, but it feels like, okay, I feel fine because everyone's paused. Like stand up is everyone's paused. No one's getting ahead. No one, you know what I mean? No one's gaining from this. So it's like when this, when everything's back, everyone's just going to start at the same place. and. I think everything's going to come back in in fair time, hopefully. I think that's a really good way to look at it because I think a lot of people are like anxious about it, but it's like everyone. Like it's not just one person. It's not just one one business. It's not just even one industry. It's like it's kind of worldwide even. It's not even one country. It's kind of a, a worldwide thing that when you think of it like that, it's like, okay, you know, once it starts again, we'll all be just pick up where you left off. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And I don't know. We'll have to learn how to do comedy with masks or some shit. I don't know. Who knows what the new <laughs> thing is going to be? Well, fucking, I don't even know. Do you think we're going to do masks as, as performers? I was thinking about that. Because some clubs are starting to maybe do mics and everything. Yeah. And I know the audiences will have to have masks, but I don't know. How are you going to drink, you're how you're gonna like drink your Bud Light and eat your, your, your chicken flippers with a mask on? That's what I want to know. 
And as a comment, how am I supposed to get a, a water break after a <laughs> after an applause break? After a, how am I supposed to pander to the crowd and get the applause break I wanted? Yeah. You just, wear, just wear say a, something a and get them back, on my side. A camelback that that goes under your mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Hey, Emil, we're going to take a quick uh, ad break, and uh, we'll be right back. Will you stick around? Sounds good. Hello? What's up, Lucas? Welcome to the Drunk Dial Podcast. Hey. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for coming. Are you are you uh, drinking right now? You got a cocktail? Um, I just asked my caregiver if she would give me my third shot before she leaves for nice. the night. Nice. So what? I'm all. I'm all. <laughs> what's your What's your shot of? Tequila. Mm. Tequila nice. is my go-to. Yeah, that's your drink, isn't it? I, uh, yeah. I love 1800. Uh, it's a good middle of the road. Not too high. Not too shitty. That's good. <laughs> not, not Casamigos, but... <laughs> and I just cleaned off the bottle, so... Nice. Just cashed it. Uh, so Lucas, you are a, uh, pretty big deal in Indianapolis comedy scene. Uh, I feel less and less a big deal every day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so we kind of, kind of the whole point of this podcast was we started calling people the week everything got shut down and really kind of just checking in. It was, it was kind of more for us as kind of therapy too. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, Bridget got laid off of her job. I got laid off of uh, one of my jobs. Hours greatly reduced at the other one. And we, you know, and then also in the same week, comedy got canceled. So we just started kind of calling people and checking in to see how they were doing. The original goal was not to be drunk, but that was just a natural progression of quarantine for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe that for you, not for Dyke. That was. <laughs> I think that was always the original goal. It was, yeah. I was, I was, I was drunk, and then the world ended. Is what happened. By, by original, I mean out into like at age. You got started around eight, right? <laughs> drink. I don't think I had my first drink until like thir- 12, 13. <laughs> yeah, I want to say I was probably fourteen, but it was scotch. Cool. I started off. Wow. Yeah. But uh yeah. So, was it, yeah. Yeah, so um I I didn't know especially with your kind of unique situation how different this quarantine has to really suck for you. Well, I mean it like I don't know. I have I have friends that are disabled that don't leave the house much mm-hmm. um, because of lack of care or lack of ability. But um, for me, you know me, I mean, I'm out every night. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very social. Like, 
um, this this really hit me hard. Um, and I live in a community. I live in an apartment complex where um, it's for aged and disabled people. So, like, I live around more vulnerable populations. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I'm more hesitant about going out and like, um, like not wearing a mask, not for my sake, but for my neighbors. Yeah, because they're mostly you don't want to be sixty five. So. You don't want to be typhoid Mary bringing all that Corona back home. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like I don't want to be responsible for you. You see, like a whole nursing home going under or something, you know. <laughs> I, it was that, I, it was I, that I, water fell, man. I, 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 I just, I just want to knock, knock down some uh, walls in my apartment so I start going to concerts. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I need to expand my living room. So, have you... I'll go to a party. Have you been delving into, obviously you can't do stand-up right now, but have you been delving into any other kind of artistic expressions or outlets? Yeah. Um, I have, um, I have me and some friends are working on a web series right now. Um, and we're, you know, uh, doing this, doing voice chat, every, like, twice a week to update scripts and stuff. And that's really enjoyable. Like, I don't think that writing process has changed mm-hmm. that much. But I And I am doing Zoom uh, shows, which I'm appreciative for every show I get. Yeah, and I respect it, but it sucks. Like Zoom shows are not high quality. I guess I don't. Well, it's it's not stand up. I think I think I don't want to speak out of. No, I think you've articulated it better than I I have because I've been team. That's not stand up. It's just it's not. It's something else. It's something to kind of obviously fill the void a little bit get your creative juices flowing, but it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I think Zoom stand-up is the equivalent of uh, God music, you know? <laughs> like, it's music, but it sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Like, you it's know? technically included, that's, but also... That's why I'm going to... I'm gonna wear a suit. My <laughs> I would love to Call see that. suit with my next Zoom. Uh, Cherry Pop and Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but but like I I like the fact that you said you respect it and appreciate it because on some level I think it really is kind of just there for us to. Uh, be in connection with each other. You know, this can be really isolating for people 
comics are already usually a little screwed in the head to begin with. So let's call it quirky. <laughs> okay, quirky. But you know, we're all kind of a lot of us are prone to depression and have kind of already built in weird isolation issues. And comedy is normally our social, you know, pl- where we plug in socially. And to like have that removed so abruptly, I'm not going to judge anyone for doing a Zoom show. I've just, I just saw them pop up and I was like, I don't think I would personally enjoy doing that, but I, I'm not going to knock anyone for doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard. It feels like, I don't know. I have some coming up, so I'm, I'm, Hesitant, like, <laughs> all over it. It's all right. We, we'll we'll plug uh, your, we'll plug your Zoom shows at the end. Of the- <laughs> yeah, guys, it's, but, just, it's really hard to watch. It's not really fun. But, but dude, catch but, me on Friday. <laughs> yeah, but it feels like, and I don't know. I think the producers of them are trying, and it's absolutely like we're doing the best we can. It's like. It's like the people during Prohibition mm-hmm. trying to make, you know, rubbing alcohol. Like, it's like not the best. I don't know. My metaphors are out of control. Right <laughs> um, it, it's, it's true, not though. It's like, it's like everything right now. Everyone's just testing. No one really knows what they're yeah. doing. Everyone's just kind of, you're like throwing things out there and seeing if they work. And, and some things are going to work better and some things are going to fall flat. Lucas, yeah, they're trying. Have you heard about? I think this. I think this was out in Jersey and maybe some other places to do it, but they're converting like some drive-ins uh, or big parking lots to do comedy, like basically like a drive-in, like a drive-in theater, where like you'd that's do, a, you'd sit in your car. Idea. They're doing drive-in strip clubs. What? <laughs> there are a lot of places out on the East Coast that they're like. Uh, warehouses or like garages that people pull up you pay like a hundred bucks for like 20 minutes and you pull up it's like a hundred bucks for the car and then 20 bucks for each person in the car and then they also have strip clubs that are delivering food and the the strippers are delivering the food to your door and so for like a purchase is like a crazy delivery fee then you get a little peep show so people are i mean a common drive-through is like i mean that's way easier than putting together a strip club. Yeah. I mean, so the strip club, so do you do that come around to your car? I, I don't know. Like I was, <laughs> I was looking at about it the other day. I, I'm pulling it up right now. Let me see. Yeah. Here. There's like one strip club out there that is like the, the dancers wear like, like nipple covers and they go to your door topless and they deliver your food. And then there's another one that it's like a, like basically a garage, like overpass kind of thing that people can pay money for per car and then per person in the car. And you drive up and you get a certain amount of time that they, that they dance. And, um, let's see what we got here. A uh, strip club in Portland, Oregon called lucky devil lounge is offering drive through dances. Customers order food in the club parking lot and then pull into a tent where four strippers entertain them in short shorts pasties masks and gloves while their food is cooked can you imagine being in just nipple pasties in portland oregon that's gonna be chilly <laughs> pacific northwest is yeah. known for 
Oh, so this is climate. This is what's going on while you're waiting on your to-go food. Nice. For, for this. Okay. Drive through. I don't know. Thirty dollars per I, car. Ten dollars for each additional passenger, and you're required to order food. Okay. I think. I think this is the case where the internet wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's a there's an easier way to go about it, more discreet. You know? The I, internet is the only thing winning during COVID. I mean, I, I think you're right. The internet definitely wins in that. But th- I think this is a situation where the, you're trying to, you know, a, a strip club is a bar just like any other bar. And they have regulars and they have, you know, they have people that want to take care of the uh, the dancing girls and also the, the wait staff there and the cooks. So, yeah. you know, it is kind of a weird thing to do. But like, I don't know. I used to work at a strip club. So like. I feel like I always have to like, um, you know, go to bat for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, th- those are real people working there. You know, like I love the strip club. Th- they're out of business just like everyone else. No, no, I'm not. I'm, uh, I don't want to offend. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Lucas. We know you. We know you hate strippers. That's <laughs> <laughs> a well-known fact. I, <laughs> well, no. I support working girls. <laughs> so, um, women hey Um, i have a question for you i have a serious well it's not a serious question this is a drunk dial podcast but (laughs) i do have a question for you lucas how bad do you think everyone's gonna be when we finally do get to go back to stand up um terrible i i feel i I feel like people are gonna forget not only are we going to be like rusty, but I feel like people, I feel like everyone's going to come back an edge lord because they've just been in their house with, you know, no one to bounce anything off of. Yeah. And yeah, so like, it's just going to be like the worst stuff that's been brewing in your head for three months. It's going to be like, you're great. It's going to be like, like old people with Facebook. <laughs> I'll tell you like, what. I uh, you know what? Go ahead. Like everybody's gonna be like truth tellers. Like <laughs> you know what they don't talk about? <laughs> the government doesn't want you to know. I feel like that's how everyone it's has not, been out in public. Like, Nobody's like seen anyone, so the first person you see, you just like disclose a lot of information to that normally you wouldn't tell a stranger. I, uh, I, I'm always surprised that people that are surprised about the, about the conspiracy people during this, I'm like, this is the, literally the craziest shit that's ever happened. It would be weird to me if there wasn't conspiracies about it. They're like winning me over. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's been an add up. (laughs) Something's going on. There is a group. Of twenty people in a room controlling all of it, and I agree. I, you know, um, it's, there's good days and bad days. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all like that. I mean, I've definitely had the COVID. I think during COVID, I definitely almost every day cry for about two minutes mm-hmm. like at some point during the day i just have like a little just a baby breakdown mm-hmm. 
And then it's like right back to normal after that. It just holds you together so that you don't have a mega breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm the um, opposite. I've been like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And there's like one day that I don't get out of bed. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Like the upside to this, there is an upside for me at least. Because a lot of my anxiety stems from other people, like comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, the upside that for this for me is like nobody's doing anything. Yeah, you're. So I mean, like, you're selling I as many no tickets as Dave Chappelle right now. Yeah, like <laughs> it. I mean, I don't have a one hundred million dollar Spotify deal like Joe Rogan, <laughs> but or whatever it was. Um, but I'm doing okay compared to everybody else. But then there's days like you said like you said where it's like you just have a breakdown and you don't wanna I I watch the news like once a week that's all I can handle yeah I think that's my problem is I watch it every day like a fucking masochist it's just like oh what terrible news could I like what could be worse and then the news is like well let me tell you so what are you what are you doing yeah. filling your time um outside of like you said you're kind of working on these uh sketch comedy projects are you just reading more are you watching netflix like like what are you doing to like fill these hours yeah so i try uh the last couple of days have been shitty because it's shitty outside mm-hmm. so like, i try to get outside uh with the mask on of course and um then I'm reading, uh, I'm listening to books, um, and I'm, you know, Avatar just came back on Netflix. Hell yeah, it did. The, the, last like the original yeah. Avatar Hell, movie? Yeah, not the terrible, like, no, the last movie, Avatar. the, like, cartoon, the, like, the good one. Oh, oh, yeah. I gotcha. So, I, so I'm, like, becoming a nerd again, like... I'm doing a lot of nerd shit that nice. I let go of. No, that's great. Um, life. I, so, I, I think that that is kind of one of the small, I don't know, small good things about this is like, it, it since since we are stopped, like giving us time to enjoy some of these things that, mm-hmm. you know, because like we all live in a, you know, that fast paced lifestyle. And it's like, oh, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do this. Uh, I've realized how lazy I am that I still am not doing certain things. <laughs> like I've had a book on my nightstand for like three months that I've read like two chapters out of. And like, yeah. you, you would think I would finish that book now. Yeah. No, not I at told all. myself, I was like, Oh, you know, I always have the excuse. Like I, I don't work out because I'm so busy with work. And now it's like, Oh no, you don't work out because you're lazy <laughs> and you drink too much. Now I know. Now I know the truth. Um, yeah, I'm reading books. I don't understand. Like, I'm reading like I don't know. I'm I'm trying to challenge myself, and I'm reading books like tell like I'm reading like really deep books that I have no idea what's going. On. Is this like quantum physics or like what are you talking about? Like no, like tale fire, like very like meta, like this like very symbolistic. I don't know, fiction where I'm, I, 
I'm like, either this is terrible or I'm very stupid. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. It's, it's one of the so two. Bad. Well, yeah. And we know you are not you are not stupid, Lucas. So now we know the book's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I think the trick is to like change your routine. So like uh, if one day you watch a lot of Netflix, the other day you read. Right? Mm-hmm. If one day you read, the other day you talk to friends. You know? Yeah, just so things that, to kind of break it up. Think, I think, and also having like things to look forward to is so important. Like even if it's just a Zoom call with your family, even if it's just you know, I'm gonna go outside to the grocery store this day. It's like finding things to like do besides just sit around is so important. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, you know. All right, Lucas. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, so I... Um, I'm on... The, hey, buddy. <laughs> he, he gets excited. It's our producer, Cody. Um, yeah, so I'm doing the social, uh, distancing social club show with, uh, uh, Chris Bowers and Steve Hofstetter on Tuesday, May 26th, I believe, and I'm working on a video for the Indianapolis Sunday show. Um, for either next week or the week after, depending on how and how fast I work and how much I procrastinate. Um, and, and what's what's so, what's the name of uh, what's the name of you guys' uh, sketch comedy troupe? Um, so we're working on a web series and. Um, I don't want to divulge too much. Okay, well, I, I'm, I, I'm I, right. I was trying to get at the one like the the sketch that you already have up. Oh, the uh, the sketch I already have up is um uh it's called Your Stepdad's Closet, mm-hmm. and it's on YouTube. It's on my YouTube page. And, it's on my Facebook, Instagram, all that, and it's called Your Stepdad's Closet. Your Stepdad's and Closet. I, it's I hilarious. Do it, I, do it, I do it with James Beatty, and, um, and we, we wrote it together and created it together. And, um, I, it's one of those, I'm the most proud of it. It's one of the like things I'm most proud about because it's funny from beginning to end. It's I mean like I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass. Like I've probably watched it twenty, twenty five times. Like it's it's so it's so funny to me. Like the like the writing is so (laughs) like it's it like it's hard to write kind of absurdist comedy. I think you know. Oh that. That's James. 
Zane. That's Zane Zayden. Like he, <laughs> he that's his. I did uh Okay, this is a little too nuts. I did the. I was that guy. <laughs> I was trying to rein him in, but he's responsible for like most of the crazy ideas and like he, he if you you need a new you need another um guest he's a good guy because he's just one of my favorite comics and then yeah. all right lucas well thank you very much for being on the program and um you know well don't be a stranger yeah enjoy your tequila Yes, I will. Thank you so much for having me.